This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. There's a quote by Dr. Seuss that says, Be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. I have always loved that quote because it is so very, very true. Christy here. I am flying solo with y'all today. Beth was not able to join me, so y'all get to hang out with me today. I want to talk to you about being true to yourself and not needing the approval and validation of other people. This is something that I struggled with for a big majority of my life, and it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And Quite honestly, it's just not necessary. We put ourselves through so much extra stress and worry about things that really don't even matter. And a lot of times what we think people think of us is not even what they think of us. A lot of times they're not thinking of us at all. And if they are having bad thoughts, passing their opinions, then that's on them. That really has nothing to do with us. So I want to I tell you a story about growing up in a church community that was often labeled a cult. Y'all didn't know I grew up in a cult, did you? (laughs) So my grandfather founded the place, and he was the pastor there for many, many, many years until he passed away, at which time my dad became the pastor there. Now, was it odd? Yes. Was it different? Yes. Was it a cult? I'll let you draw your own conclusions based on the truths that I'm about to share with you. I will tell you that none of the things that typically go on in a cult went on here. So, for instance, my grandfather didn't sleep with all the women, which was one of the rumors that went around and often happens in a real cult. He didn't sleep with all the women. Actually, to the contrary, he wouldn't even counsel with someone of the opposite sex unless my grandmother was there with him. Um My grandfather didn't take all the people's money. That's another common thing that happens in cults. And that was another rumor that went around. Um, You know, he didn't take people's money. To the contrary, he didn't even carry money. I never knew him to carry money ever. He just didn't get caught up into money. Um, Did he claim to be God and expect people to worship him? Absolutely not. To the contrary, he was one of the most humble people that you could ever meet. Was he perfect? No. Did he do everything right? No. Um, But he did the best he could. Would he do things differently today? Probably so. I mean, how many of us wouldn't change some things if we could? I'm telling you this because it is a prime example of the difference in what people can think about you versus who you really are. You know, he never let this bother him because he knew in his heart that his intentions were pure. So he didn't let it bother him, at least not that I know of. So 
what was it like for me to grow up there? So I have a lot of really wonderful memories because we did so many good things. We did missionary work and helped so many people. And there were so many people that were just wonderful that attended church there. And some of them I'm still very close to and friends with today. So there were a lot of really good things that I learned there in my life. Um, You know, that's where I learned about the power of faith. That's where I learned, like I said, the importance of helping others. It really made me who I am today. That's, that's where, that's where it all started. That's that, that's where this magnificent person came from. (laughs) Beth's not here to stop me today. Okay. Um, On the flip side of that though, I lived under a microscope while there were a lot of really good people there. There were a lot of people that were like more concerned with what I was doing in my life than they were concerned with their own life. And it wasn't just me. It was my whole family. But they worried about the way I wore my hair or what I said or how I dressed. And that was a lot of pressure to be under. And quite honestly, I was like a super innocent girl. Like I lived a very, very clean life back then. And especially by today's standards, like I was squeaky clean. Okay. I may be a little different now, but I'm just saying this was a long time ago. Um, but you know, I always felt like that I had to live up to the expectations of other people. And I sort of felt like that if I wasn't good enough in their eyes, then I just wasn't good enough. And I feel like I always had to be an example. And, you know, while I think it's a good thing to be an example for others, I think that can definitely be a good thing. And we should try to be the best version of ourselves. Um, it, it shouldn't be to the point that we're too afraid to be who we really are because we're scared of fear and judgment and ridicule. So this carried on really throughout my life for a really long time. I struggled for many years with feeling like I needed the approval and validation from other people. I like worried obsessively about whether or not people liked me. I would worry and obsess over what I said, like if I said something wrong Um, Then after I got married and had kids, I would worry about people approving of like my parenting style and if I was a good parent and and if they approved of my life choices. The, The list just goes on and on and on. So as I started getting older, I started breaking out of this and that felt really good. But it really wasn't until the last few years that I really learned to just let that go, let it go. Um, You know, it still tries to sneak up on me from time to time, but I don't let it control me anymore. I I know how to like fight against it. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not for me. So, you know, I just got to a place where I decided my life was my own and my approval and validation was all I really needed. And and the approval of God, that's all I was worried about. So I, I realized that I didn't have to be perfect to be worthy and to be loved. And I think so many people struggle with that. And it took me a long time to realize that that's really how I felt because I would think, oh, I think I'm worthy. I think I'm loved. But when it boils down to it, that's really what's going on with you. Is you don't, if, if you think if you're not perfect and other people don't approve of you, then you're not worthy and you are. So since I said perfect, let's just talk about that for a minute, because perfectionism is something that I've struggled with too. Much better now. Something magical happens when you start getting old. (laughs) You just don't care as much what people think, and you realize that perfect is a myth anyway. So like, who determines 
what perfect is. Who are the people that sit on the perfection committee and decides what's acceptable in the way of perfection? I mean, that's ridiculous. Plus, everybody's idea of perfect is totally different. So you trying to live up to that is, it's not only exhausting, but it steals every single bit of joy and happiness that you could have in your life. Plus, it's impossible. It's just impossible. Because again, perfection is really a myth. So instead of worrying about perfection, you just have to focus on being the best that you can be and doing the best that you can. That is more than enough. We should always strive to be the best version of ourselves, but that's more than enough. Perfection is no. So, and also instead of worrying about what other people are thinking about you, worry about what you think of you. Like, how do you feel about your life? What is important to you? What are your values and goals? You, you have to be, you have to learn to be true to yourself. And, you know, when you live in a place of needing other people's approval and doing things based on their opinions of you, <laughs> you know what you're actually doing? You're saying that their opinions and approval are more important to you than your own. I mean, just think about that for a minute. When you live your life based on other people's opinions of you, you're telling them that their opinion of you is more important than your own opinion of yourself. No, 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 no. <laughs> as long as you write with God, that's all that matters. Other people's opinions do not count. They are not living your life. They're not paying your bills. You're not their servant. You don't owe them anything, okay? So why would you waste your precious time and energy worrying for one single second about what they think of you? Mm -mm, don't do it. You know, people have lots of opinions, okay? Opinions are super cheap. People don't see the inner workings of your lives. They can pass an opinion on you, but they don't see, they don't see your life on the inside, they don't see what goes on inside of you. They don't know your thoughts and your intentions. They don't know your dreams and your goals. So you do you. Don't worry about the rest, okay? Now, let me just say this. If you have somebody you love and trust and respect that comes to you because they love you and maybe they see something or someone in your life that they're worried about and that they don't think is good for you, by all means, you should probably listen to what they have to say and consider the situation. You know, maybe maybe there is something you need to change or maybe you're headed in a direction that could be detrimental to you. That's not what I'm talking about here. Um, or if you go to somebody else that you love and respect and you ask their opinion or advice because you value their opinion and you know they're going to shoot it to you straight, that's a totally different situation altogether. Again, that is not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like acquaintances, strangers on the internet, people on social media. Ugh. I'm talking about, I mean, not all. I love some people on social media, but some people can be pretty rank. I'm talking about people who pretend to be your friend, but then they pass their opinions and talk behind your back. I'm talking about family members who want you to fit into their idea of what you need to be, and they don't value who you truly are. Mm-mm. 
You don't need those opinions. You don't need validation from these people. You don't need approval from these people. So here's something else that these people will do to you. They will guilt you. They'll try to manipulate you into doing or being a certain way because it's what they want. Because it benefits them in some way. Don't fall for it. You believe in yourself. You be true to yourself because you are freaking amazing and you are meant to do great things. Great things. So do them and don't worry about the rest. Okay, this is going to be so super short and sweet. I'm going to wrap up here and I'm going to leave y'all with a quote that is very simple and to the point. It's by William Shakespeare, and it says, To thine own self be true. That pretty much says it all. I love y'all.